This is episode five, I believe. Uh, before we get started, I just want to thank the guys and the bands that are playing throughout the, the episode. The intro is by the 76 Club, uh, an up-and-coming band from Burton, Wellington area we spoke about last episode. They are destined for big things. In the background, we've got the Atoms, the Bracknell and the Blue Collars. As always, we thank them guys as well. And to see us out, I believe Liam is sorting the blue collars. So thanks for that, Liam, for all your editing skills. How are you, brother? And are you ready for another episode? Yeah, what episode are we on? On five, I believe. Fucking hell, yeah. Episode five. Get in. Oh, we got to, that's the thing. I swore straight away, off the bat. So we've got to stop swearing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a thing. Every time we swear, I'm going to add it up. And at the end of the episode... Uh, this means this doesn't mean that you can just keep swearing and then it goes into a jar. So every time we swear, Tempe is going to go into a charity for every swear word, and it's we're going to keep doing it uh, for every episode now to try and stop us, but to also try and do something good with it. And we're going to donate the money to uh, men, a men's mental health uh, charity, um, which we're going to let the listeners decide. So that's the thing that we're going to do from now on, mate, to stop us from swearing. It's a great idea. That's an absolutely fantastic idea because sometimes we do uh, turn the airwaves blue, shall we say. And just because we're going for charity doesn't mean I'm going to force myself not to swear. If it, if it pops out, it pops out. You're going to have to forgive me for that. But just remember that every time a swear word comes out, then that's a bit more money to charity, isn't it? So that, there we go. Yeah, exactly. Everybody wins. We stop swearing and a charity gets money. Win-win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, guys, we've got a bit of a change for this episode. Uh, me and Liam have been in convo uh, on a daily basis. We're, we're going to change it up because we're just going to try and make things a little bit more exciting and interesting. It was already a great podcast, but it's going to be even greater now. What we're going to do now, we're going to do three songs uh, each now for each episode rather than the five. We're going to bring that down to three. And we're going to just, on, other, on certain occasions, we're going to make definitive albums from the world's biggest bands uh, and then we're also going to each choose a guilty pleasure for each week so that could be anything that could be Liam's favourite band Westlife or it could be my favourite singer Ricky Martin who knows but that's what we're going to do makes it a little bit more fun and it also gets out our guilty pleasures as well Liam so how do you feel about that how do you feel about getting Westlife on here I was going to say, I'm quite happy to get some Westlife on, but I mean, you brought up the Ricky Martin, so I don't need to say anything else. I've seen you go out on a Saturday night dressed like Ricky Martin with the fucking free button shirt open, pink shirt Mate. on, fucking all Latino in it up. <laughs> Mate. That was, my, that, was, that was my heyday, mate. That was me back in the heyday. Friend of Ricky mate. Martin Johnson, pal. Just, yeah, so. just before you were, just before you get into all the indie stuff, you were Ricky yeah. 
fucking did, mate. Walked in with your fucking flares backwards. Doing like a train with your hands. <laughs> Smelling right. a fucking coconut. Yeah. <laughs> All over town, brother. <laughs> right. Right, what I'm going to start with, unfortunately, Liam wasn't very well for the Tom Clark gig, but I managed to get my arse down there. And it was as, as you'd expect, Liam. It was... Tom Clark from the enemy uh, as an acoustic gig. He had a, a, a bass player with him and a keyboard player. He did a, a lot of the enemy songs, but he did a couple of his own solo albums as well. And he was very, very good. Uh, I managed to get a couple of live videos up on the uh, Facebook page, uh, but I was so engrossed, mate. I didn't get many pictures or anything, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Is, is what you'd expect and if anybody out there is an enemy fan or, or just a Tom Clark fan for that matter you know he's, I think he's still doing other gigs around the, the country doing these acoustic gigs and it's a, it was a solid 8 out of 10 uh, the gig uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it and like I say if anybody is interested get on whatever Ticketmaster wherever you get your tickets from and and go catch him where you can. But yeah, it was all right, to be fair. Yeah, good to have missed it. Um, but, you know, I've got to stay away from the alcohol. So, you know what I mean at the moment. So, But if anybody, yeah, if anybody's suffering out there at the minute, I forgot to add this, if anybody's suffering out there with alcoholism or with mental health, you know, feel free to message us at any point. Um, you're not alone. Um, so, yeah, I missed the gig because of alcohol and mental health. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, no one's, no one's on their own. No one's on their own. It's all part of the process, mate. Uh, as you know yourself, I suffer a bit and I'm also off the alcohol. I'm also off the cigarettes for the last four weeks. So I am, well, you're not alone. And like Liam said, my inbox, my phone is always open. My phone's always on. So and like Liam said, if you just want to meet us both for a, a coffee and have a chat, you know, we're more than more than happy to oblige. So there we go. Yeah, or just or just give us a message and want to chat. You know, we're always here. You're never ever Absolutely. ever alone ever. Absolutely. Right then, let's get into these top these three song three song reviews because we've changed it a bit. So I'm going to start with mine. What I said to Liam. Liam said I was on cheat mode in the last episode. I don't believe I was. You fucking were. I don't believe I was. I've. I, <laughs> I, I listened back to him and I was like, maybe I did give, I, I gave him an easy week. I'm not going to lie. I gave him an easy week. I gave him the 76 Club, which he loved. I gave him Wolf Alice, which he loved. And then obviously, maybe the last three songs was, I just I just fancied a nice high scoring week. So let's get into these three anyway. Uh, first one that I sent to Liam was, we've already reviewed one of their songs. Um, it's the Fontaine's DC. Uh, the first song I said to Liam was a more, the very, all their songs are very different. Uh, so the first song I said to Liam was, uh, what was the song Liam? I can't quite remember it now, but you want to say it, but it was more, more guitar more hard, more indie rock. And throughout their albums, they do go a little bit more heavier than that. But I sent Liam a song called Dublin City Sky, which is, I'm, I'm going to class it as your, your indie rock kind of love song, but it's got the guitar in there. It's got the the, the, the gravelly voice. Um, it doesn't mean anything. The lead singer, Keen Gratton, you know, I tried to, to look up um, 
if it meant anything to him or anything. It was just a song that he wrote while he was in uni. About he, he, obviously the boys are from Dublin. They love Dublin, and obviously it's just paying homage to to the Dublin city sky and just being proud lads from Dublin, I believe. So, what did you think of Dublin city sky, Liam? Yeah, mate, I'm a big fan of Irish music. Massive fan um, from the Pogues to Flogging Knowledge. You know what I mean? Love it. Absolutely love it. And the song was amazing. Um, yeah, loved it. Really, really liked it. Added it to my Spotify and added it to my uh, Amazon playlist. Loved it. Absolutely loved it, yeah. I mean, you can, it's just an Irish song again. Cheat mode. Um, they're joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. It was nice. Uh, the lyrics were absolutely fantastic. Um the music was fantastic. His voice is again. I, I quite like his voice. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, I mean, a solid eight out of ten. Lovely, really, really yeah, good man. song. Yeah, really nice song. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I think they're, I think they're destined for big things, mate. To be honest with you. Um, like I said, I think it was on episode two. Uh, my lad Connor is a massive fan of Fontaine's DC, and he was, he was bouncing around the living room the other day because they got announced for for Leeds Festival that he's going to. So he's absolutely buzzing for the summer but yeah i like the fontaine's dc mate and hopefully they'll do a bit of a, a uk solo tour might be able to go and catch him pal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try and see him this year absolutely mate absolutely right so let's move on to song two now this band i've seen a couple of times live um they, they came to my attention because they when i think it was the last time paul weller um, played at the assembly rooms in Derby which is shut now unfortunately burned I think there was a big fire there or something but they supported Paul Weller when there was a new band I didn't go to the gig but obviously what kind of made me go and listen to him was the fact that they were supporting Paul Weller so I thought oh they might have something about him even though I'm not a massive Weller fan um, but they've gone on to support either I'm sure they supported Oasis or or covered for another band that pulled out of one of the Oasis tours, I think it was maybe 2006. And then I actually got to see them live and of all venues, would you believe, it was the, the Vic in Derby uh, that I got to see them. Uh, a good friend of mine, Mickey Sheehan, he, he re reopened the Vic and as uh, the first, the Friday, Saturday night, he, he had this band playing the Friday night on his welcome back to the Vic kind of gig and then they had them a few a few months later they've uh, they're one of them bands that always kind of split up and then a couple of years later they've they announced a new album on on social media and stuff but I think they've, they've got a good back catalogue I think they're a really good band I think they're from Wigan the Wigan area Johnny Brown is um, he's publicly had issues with drugs and alcohol which again is fair play to him for coming out and and holding his hands up and and uh admitting to his his mistakes and whatever but i think this band are fantastic i think they're underrated i think they're one of the most underrated bands out there and the song i sent to liam was strife by twisted wheel uh... <laughs> uh... yeah they're all right it was alright. I mean, to me, it was nothing special. Um, it didn't grab me. I mean, there were some good bits. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I liked the bits where it was... It, 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 I tell you what, it reminded me of Ash. 
Do you know what I mean? Like an yeah, Ashfield. Yeah. That's signed Edge, yeah. And I, I, I am a big fan of Ash. I've seen Ash a few times. Um, and that's what it sounded like. And to me, it's like, you know, there's only one Ash. So when I was listening to it, I was like, it just made me want to listen to Ash. <laughs> that was okay. it. Um, so, yeah, it was a good song. I mean, it was, yeah, it was good. It just, all I just, all, literally, all it did was just go listen to Ash. Oh, I love Ash. And then literally, like I'm doing right now, talking about it, I was just, it was just Ash, Ash, Ash. So, yeah, it was well, all yeah, right. Good. You want to get Goldfinger on? <laughs> oh, mate, Goldfinger. I mean, Life on Mars, uh, fucking, oh, you name it, I fucking love it. 1977 was one of the best, one of my first albums that I listened to that yeah. was indie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, great album. Um, so, yeah, but no, I mean, it's only a five, mate. Sorry. You're just getting me back my... for the war on drugs. Yeah. But that's what I mean. They had like a hint of everything and everyone in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, then, yeah I'm, not giving, I'm not giving up on them. I'm going to send you another one of theirs in the not too distant future. Mate, uh, go for it, go for it. It's just that song. Yeah. I mean, it was good. It had a bit of oomph to it, and then when it, but it was like that oomph that they put into it just didn't finish. It was like master, it was like masturbating and then stopping halfway through. What you talk about that <laughs> edging? <laughs> edging. That's well, it. That's if any kids are listening, they don't want to know what edging is. Uh, <laughs> or figging. I only I found out what figging was the other day from Joe Atten. So uh, figging's a new word. Let's, let's talk about that um, off the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you can let me Dirty know. bastard. <laughs> right. Song three that I sent to Liam. Now I don't. I can't give you a massive backstory about these. We just seen them. At Why not? It was one. They're like I've spoken about a few times where you're just passing a, a tent or. You're hanging around the main stage waiting for a band and then this band came on um and then obviously as soon as we we got home and that i, I downloaded their album to me with spotify and i'm a quite i'm turning into quite a big fan uh i actually did book tickets to go and see them at rock city um i think it was august or september last year but i had to fucking work a night shift so my missus took my daughter and my lad instead to see them. They're just a band from Scotland, mate. Uh, I think they're on a bit of a, a tour this year again. I'm pretty sure they're at Leeds Festival, maybe. Uh, Isle of Wight this year, I, I think. But I just said this to Liam because, like I say, I'm, they're new to me. I'm just trying to get somebody else involved, see if they like them. Um, and it's the snuts. And the song I said to Liam was always... Yeah, you're gonna hate me, mate. I fucking hated it. Okay. <laughs> I fucking hated it. It was really? like a yeah. It was like a cat getting swung round by a tail by someone oh. who thinks it's fucking Tom Clark. It was just not good at all. Like fucking honestly, like his. There you go. That's I'm holding up twenty p. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just. Don't it, get I, aggy. Yeah, it, honestly, it, I tell you what, it was like the verge of getting a migraine. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? It was it was really digging into me. It, I just didn't like it. I couldn't watch the video. And when I turned away, it was like a woman was singing it and then I was looking at him and it wasn't, but then he looked he, he was dressed like Tom Clark. So the video was completely off putting to start with. And just the music I just it was just getting on my nerves. It was just one of those Anno- ones where annoyed you. It, yeah, do you know when you're like sitting on Alexa and you're like Alexa skip? Oh, Alexa skip. Alexis, when you're trying to show your mate a good song from a band, but you just can't seem to, he just seems to keep playing the crap 
that's one of those songs that you just keep telling Alexa to skip. I, it was a, like a, a complete three out of ten, and that's only because I'm being nice. I mean, <laughs> seriously, it was like I even put it on. And I showed a couple of people as well. I was like, "What do you think these? Am I being a knobhead, or are these good, or what?" And then yeah, yeah, a couple of people as well just went, "Yeah, I don't like this." <laughs> so, shame yeah but i mean check them out i mean i'm sure i bet you there's going to be a lot of people that like that kind of music and you know i'm sure that they, they are going to be big um you know it's just not my style at all um, i'm gonna uh, i'm i'm again i'm not gonna give up on it i'm gonna send you a different kind of song no you shouldn't though if you like him um, you like him no i'm gonna send you another song of theirs i just, I just want to annoy you now no, keep going, keep going. If, if you can find me a song, that I mean, I'd like, but it's just literally there. Yeah, that was not a good. It was just not Very, a good song, mate. I'll be honest with you, right? Because seeing the snots and I seen them the be at the same time as the Lathams, and I'm like, if you if you sit here now and you're sitting with the wife Trina and my lad Con, and we sit here and we say, right, who do you prefer, the Lathams or the snots? I'll say the Lathams, where Trina and Connor will see the snorts. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a strange one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, like, I mean, I know people would like them. I know they will. I mean, I, you know, you could tell if you've shown it to some people that are into that kind of music, like, well, not in, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't even think it's indie. I don't know. Yeah, it's just that. I, th I think it's the, the, it's just the new, it's just, it's just a new style, isn't it? I think, you know, if you maybe that's why I didn't like it. Maybe it was just that's, that that was my issue. Because if you if you th if you think about it, if you look at the the, the snorts, the Lathams, the nineteen seventy five, the Blossoms, it's all it's all that kind of it's all we call it university music. It's like a group of lads or whatever that's got together at uni, and oh let's do a band, but they all pretty much sound similar. Does, does that make any kind of sense to you? Yeah, yeah, of course. No, honestly, yeah. yeah, I can see why people would like them. They're just not my cup of tea at all. Uh, mate, don't worry about it. Is what it is. That's like you said the other week. We're, that's what we're here for. We're here to, to to review songs that we listen to from each of us, and some we're gonna love, some we're gonna think are alright, and some we're gonna fucking hate, pal. So exactly, exactly. That's, that's what, what it we're is. Right, so you ready on, for mine? Then you're ready yeah, for mine. On. So we're gonna start with. So this is all across the pond. All of my stuff's run across the pond, and it's a completely different style to not punk or anything like that. Um, so we're going to start off with the the legend that is um, the guy who started off on YouTube. He was one of the first YouTubers to go out there. He was the apparently the young Bob Dylan of our time, well of the era of their time or whoever's time he was in. Um, started off really good, and then he kind of went down this weird pop, hip hop kind of weird phase. Uh, started off with he started off a phase of all these shit rappers with all the fucking giant there you go god man that's 40p yeah all these rappers with like uh, <laughs> like pink dreadlocks and colorful teeth and you know he it's his fault um so I, I, i'm not gonna hold it against him but he's just recently released a couple of albums and my god these albums are insane and he's gone back to his old roots and he's gone back to who he was back to like country back to like oh it's just amazing so i gave you post malone chemical which is an amazing song, by the way. If you really listen to it, I mean, Post Malone sort of struggles with a lot of um, mental health as well. He's like really, really struggles with his mental health, and he has to get pissed before or do something or get something in him before a gig. 
because he can't do it. You know, he's running out in thousands and thousands of people and he can't do it. He has to get battered and he's like, if you watch him live when he hasn't had a drink, he's rubbing his knees and he's dead nervous. And it is, you know, he's got a heart of gold. The guy's amazing. And it's this, I mean, the song that I've just given you is just amazing. So, I mean, what did you think to it? Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, know who Post Malone is because, like you said, he was big on YouTube and then did, like, I think probably some really shit stuff with them rappers you're talking about. Um, but yeah, um, I feel for the kid, to be honest with you, because when he does do his live shows, and like you said, he has to have a drink, and then he might do silly things like chuck his trainers into a crowd or something. But he's not doing that to be an arse. He's, doing, he's just doing that to give his fans a trainer, but then all the media are on him saying, this guy's lost his fucking mind and stuff. and. That's not right. That's that's how people get more ill. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the song. To be fair, mate. Um, I don't know if it's something I'm going to go and you know, it's not. Doesn't make me go on some Spotify and download all his albums. If that makes sense. Um, but yeah, this song, it's I could listen to it, mate. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the beat. Enjoyed the lyrics. I don't think I know many of his songs with the rappers because it just I just rap music and hip-hop music just does not appeal to me really at all so it's just something that I would just give a wide berth to uh, but this song yeah I really enjoyed it mate um, it surprised me to be to be fair um, of how good it actually was it was you know the three that I'm doing for you this week it was probably it's probably the best out of the three um, yeah I, it's a solid seven out of ten for me that personal end one I enjoyed it yeah it's good yeah, yeah, I want to give it's it that as well. So, yeah. it. it's, it's, got, it's got some good lyrics as well, you know. Obviously, the I don't know if he's singing about a woman or anything, but she, obviously she's his chemical and... He's singing about drugs. He's singing yeah. about drugs. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Like the last, okay. like the last singing about heroin. When she, you know, because that's... Yeah. Did you know that? The last song's about heroin. Which last song? There she goes. Is it? It's about heroin, yeah. <laughs> I've heard on the grapevine that Sally Cinnamon from Stone Roses has something to do with Bramble. And I've heard there she, there she Goes is about heroin. Yeah, it's about yeah, heroin. Think, yeah, there I she goes a bit again. More digging. Racing mm. through my veins. Yeah, think, right. listen to it. Right. Okay. Listen yeah, to yeah. Listen I know to the song. Song. I know the yeah. song. I just didn't think John Power would uh, write a song about fucking taking heroin, to be honest with you. But there you go. Yeah, yeah. Learn something yeah, every listen. day. There yeah. you go. So let's go on to so again. This is this is music that I listen. I actually listen to all the time, and it's because um, I'm a big '80s fan. Um, this band again, American band. Um, I think they're from Los Angeles. I think um, I've seen these once. Um, same with the third band as well. Um, this, but these are like what you call retro wave. So their bands, it's basic retro wave, is um, bands that are around now. Young people, do you know what I mean? Young. Who love 80s music, but I've just turned it to just literally created 80s songs, but their own, but but now. So it's like the whole snare drum and saxophone and you know, is it the old dress in the eighties and it, the music is just eighties style, but you know, because everyone loves the eighties. I mean, who doesn't fucking love the eighties? Oh god, there we go again. So yeah. Um so the next song is the Midnight uh, Sunset. What did you think? Yeah. Uh definitely eighties, soon as it first time I heard it I thought yeah this is taking me back uh, to the 80s it had that very much 80s sound to it I enjoyed it again easy to listen to played it I enjoyed it 
when it came up on a loop again listened to it enjoyed it it reminded me a bit i don't know if you've heard of a, a guy but i don't know if it's about or decker have you heard yeah, of yeah. Him? yeah 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 he he kind of does the same kind of thing doesn't he he's kind of yeah, bringing yeah. back that 80s kind of sound with his keyboard and whatnot and yeah this this i enjoyed it mate it's dead easy anybody who who likes the 80s and they'll, they'll, they'll really love it it's yeah it's good i enjoyed it mate it's a good again it's a good seven out of ten easy yeah yeah nice yeah yeah but this next one this next band again same thing so i played this my mum she went oh i remember this when i was a kid i was like no you don't no <laughs> you do not because this song was only released four years ago and again it's a band called fm84 uh, american band again from los angeles going through the whole retro wave um whatever you want to call it phase or whatever and uh yeah fm84 um one of the uh, i oh, i love them i mean they helped me get through when my dad died actually the i was playing this song a lot um because i was do you know what i mean if when your parent when a parent dies obviously you, you don't know but when a parent dies you 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 lose a part of your body you lose a part of your soul it's no one can explain it unless it's happened to you um and you just need a pick me up you know something just to get you out of the chair get you up and get you and this song did it for me you know and when i heard it i was dancing i was crying i was laughing i was oh it was absolutely amazing um, and it was the uh, yeah fm84 never stop featuring featuring ollie ride what did you think well yeah again loved it uh proper actors isn't it proper yeah, it, is, it is it it was a really really good good week for you or episode whatever you want to call it uh, yeah a lovely 80s sound i was going to give it a seven but obviously now that you've told me what it means to you i'm going to bump it up to a nine because it's a beautiful it's, when you listen it, to it, it as well i love the fact i mean to be fair i didn't i, I thought post malone was english you know i don't know why Did i thought you? that yeah i didn't know that but yeah great great song mate um again just one of them songs that I, I enjoyed listening to it didn't skip it Want to, I wanted to listen to it when it came on it made me smile it made me tap my steering wheel on the way home from work yeah really good mate and now that I know now that I know how much it means to you and what it, it got you through it's, it's bumped it up to song of the episode from Liam yeah, it's amazing. to a 9 it's out of 10 bit, yeah, really good really good um Really good three songs to be fair to you, mate. Actually, to be fair, I'm glad you like them. Yeah, I'm glad you like them. Yeah. It's different, different to what I usually listen to. Um, but it's music that I like to do, listen to when I'm cleaning or if I need a pick me up or you know, I'm out with the lads and you know, I need something like we're all going to sit and say, I mean, like it's just depends where you are. But I mean, if you ever go and see them live, I mean, everyone dresses up 80s and everybody like sings and it's just like everyone does the dance clap. It's amazing, it's a completely different experience to what, every, what everyone's completely used to. Um, going to any gig or any concert so if you ever get a chance to see FM84 mid the midnight they usually tour together as well um, but yeah any retro wave really just jump into retro wave and find your band there's this there's, there's about 50 bands now and it, it's becoming a massive thing just it's massive yeah it's becoming a really big like, you can't beat that um, you can't beat the 80s sad you just you know we all love obviously I love my the Britpop, me and whatever, and you love your punk and stuff, but you know, for for music to listen to while 
like you said, while you're cleaning or while you're on a road trip, you know, you, just, you can't beat the eighties for the sound. No. So you know, this totally. retro wave is good. So yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. And it's it, it's like New Order as well. I mean, everyone loves New Order, so it's like yeah. a, you know, I could sit listening to New Order all day. So it's you know, and that's sort of what gets me going. Stuff stuff like that. So yeah, good. I'm glad you like that. Yeah, well done. Well done this week. All right, let's do the next one, mate. I'm quite looking forward to this. Uh, yeah, and me. <laughs> right, so what me and Liam have decided, would just to, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if we're going to do it every episode, but what we've done is we're going to take a, a legendary band or bands that mean a lot to us and who have got, you know, maybe four or five, six albums out there. And we're going to make a definitive album and we're going to pick two songs from each album. And if we both agree with the songs and they're going in, if we disagree with one of the songs, then we're going to have a debate about it and decide which one goes in. So, because it's my turn to host, um, it's obvious we're going to go. We're going to create the definitive Parker Monkey Podcast Oasis album. Hey. So the idea is obviously we take two songs from Definitely Maybe, we take two from Morning Glory, two from The Master Plan, and so on and so forth. So I'm going to go firstly, and all I'm going to do, I'm going to chuck out the two songs. From definitely maybe if we both agree with the two then they're going in if not then you're going to tell me which one or which two you'll change and then we'll have a discussion about it it's not going to take long because this could fucking take hours <laughs> <laughs> it could it could we right. need to go straight into the songs if we agree <laughs> next that's next it. absolutely right the two i've chosen from definitely maybe yeah and i think this should be fucking shoe-ins for a definitive oasis album is live forever and slide away uh, I actually agree. <laughs> straight up. We're Definitely. We're yeah, straight yeah, away. straight up. Straight away. Uh, Lift Forever's fantastic. One. Yep, Slide Away, great song. Just perfect. Yeah, best songs on the album. Cigarettes Absolutely. and Alcohols are close there. Um, yeah. Columbia. Yeah. Columbia Shaker I was toying yeah. with. Right then, you little fucker. Give me your two right. from. Give me your two from Morning Glory then. Uh, see, I want to say Don't Look Back in Anger because I've had so many good nights with Don't Look Back in Anger. Um, but I don't really want to put it in there. So, um, some might say in Champagne Supernova. We've got one in. <laughs> What's that? One. We've got one in and we're going to have to discuss one. So, some might say it's going straight in. Yeah, easily. Champagne Supernova was fun. Oh, and then he swore, but that was, it was an amazing song. That was one of the first Oasis songs that I heard. Okay. Yeah, right, so I was sat that. Oh, yeah, go on. I'm going to tell you which one, and you might say, you know what, Brent? You win. Go on, then. It's no Shadow. No. No, I disagree. I think that was probably the worst song on the album. You... Are you, are you still on drugs? <laughs> Seriously. I think it was one of the worst. Yeah, I think it was one of the worst ones on there. Right. Okay. This We're going to do this quickly, like I've said. Right. So, for me, One Story Morning Glory, fantastic album. Yeah, I could listen to it all day, every day. But, if there's three songs on that album that have been fucking played to death, then it's Wonderwall, Don't Look Back in Anger, and Champagne Supernova. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying they're not good songs because they are great, great songs. But I think, yeah. Do you know what, Liam? I'm gutted, but I'm going to... See, the only reason I picked Champagne Supernova, right, is because it's one of the first times I, I heard Oasis. 
So again, I wasn't right. into this. I wasn't into indie. I wasn't into any of this stuff. So you know, the first album that came out, I didn't really listen to it um, at all, actually. Um, so I was sat down and I was drunk and I was again having a bit of a bad time. And then Champagne Supernova came on, and obviously it starts off dead slow. You can hear the water, and then it's like, and then that build up. And do you know what I mean? I think I was breaking. I broke up with someone, and I was just miserable. And then this came on, and I was like, oh my. God, and it grabbed me, and it was the song that got me into Oasis. It was the, the, the yeah, it was the song that got right. me. And that's it's only got that sentimental wins, value. It, that that's wins, the only reason. If, if that's the song that got you into Oasis, mate, that's the only reason. Got, it got a few into it. It probably got a few in. Look, it, it's a it's a great song. It's a great. Yeah. It is a great. But that's song. a tough album to pick from, on it. That's a very it is, tough it album. It is. Right, yeah. So. Right, so we've got Live Forever, Slide Away, some might say, and Champagne Supernova. Now we're going into the B-side album, the Master Plan album. Yeah, interesting that you picked this. Yeah, I'm going to... I think, it, mate, if that was released as a full, that'd be one of their best albums of all time. It's a B-side album, and it's one of their best albums of all time. Do you know what I mean? It's up there. Uh, the two I chose from it, and it was fucking tough, Lee. I think this was the hardest album for me to choose from. It really was. Um, but... I, I edged for Rocking Chair and and Half the World Away. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Half Mate, the World Away the... was just oh god, that's still I still listen to that song now and it still makes me smile and it still really lifts me up. It is oh what a song. A rocking chair as well. I still listen to it and I still smile. You know, it puts a bit of like a little bit of step into my walk a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Mate, it's do you not think, Joe, when you must you must have had a look at the albums, you must have, because I did. And do you not think that was the hardest album to choose from? Uh go on. It depends, it depends. I mean obviously Master Plan was just mind blowing. Now it was tough again. The thing is these three the first round the only ones I had to look at were, were the last two, um, which was yeah. Don't Believe the Truth and Dig Out Your Soul. They're the only two that I had to really look at. But no, I've got my mind. I already had my mindset on these. They were, these were dead easy. Um, but yeah, tough. It was a tough, again, another one. I mean, I, I, I yeah, wow. I mean, I've just, I've just literally just got it up now. Just, But yeah, I mean, there isn't a bad song on there. There isn't, there's, there's, there's a, No, even I and yeah. the Walrus is just... Yeah. It's, yeah. it, it was yeah, tough I, for me. Right. Yeah. Come on, then. Give us your two off. Um, be here now. Now, this is my favourite Oasis album, and you're not going to agree with any of these songs. Just so you know, my friend, you are definitely not going to agree with these songs. Um, my favourite Oasis song as well is on this album. Um, so, yeah, That's... I don't think, you, I don't think you're going to like it. So, my fa- I'm, I'm going to say my favourite, yeah. Um, so, oh god, this was so tough because again, it's my favourite. Um, my mum and dad split up when this album came out, and it was just, oh my god. Um, so you've got "Girl in the Dirty Shirt," "Be Here Now," oh, big, my big mouth. Oh. I'm not a fan of, do you know what I mean? But, um, it was good, still a good song. Possibly, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've made my mind up. So don't go away. Just beautiful yes. song. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Of, but my, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite, most favorite Oasis songs, mate. To be honest, yeah. don't go away. So that's that's a shoe in. So what's your other one? Listen, my, this is my favorite Oasis song of all time. This is their their best song. Is I hope I think I know. Mate, oh. I've got it written down. 
Two, those two songs, I still listen to. I mean, I hope I think I know. I, I, if I'm out, I go. Can a DJ? Can you play? I hope I think I know. Like, but I was out. I was out actually on November. Um, uh, sorry, December for Jamie's birthday, and I was singing it. And we had a guy singing, my friend Mike, and he was doing like an acoustic set with it, doing all just Oasis songs. And we, he had a hope I think I know. And I was the only one singing. I was like, what the fuck? Why are you guys? You know, this is all, I hope I think I know. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, I've never heard this Oasis song. Even I'm like nuts. Jamie did. I was like, what are you on about? Like, I hope I think I know. Like, everybody loves this song. It's their best song. No one heard of it. No, no yeah. So I'm glad you got them because, yeah, Hope I Think I Know is just. Wow. Mate, I've got more I've got more written down in front of me, mate. And they're the two. I, I chose I Hope I Think I Know and Don't Go Away. Don't Go Away. I fucking love that song as well. Right. So we're going into the stand on the. Sh- this is where. I'm not going to say it, but a lot of people will, will say that this is where Oasis started to uh, fall down a bit. But I don't agree. But I, I agree. People do. Yeah, I agree. I don't, yeah. I don't, it's, it was but, because they went to America. This is like their, their yeah. album to get into the states. That's what I've always said. It was their album that let them down. Because um, it was well, the, so the stand, Ameri- yeah. Sorry, yeah, you go. Yeah. You're right. No, right, mate. Standing on the shoulders of giants. I'm just going to reel out off the two that I've picked, and that is. Gas Panic and Who Feels Love. Yeah, I agree. You I agree. I mean, it was, it was dead easy, yeah, because they're the only two songs I pretty much like on the album. <laughs> so, I yeah. love the album. I love, I love the album. But yeah, it's, it's, it, to me, it's their worst. Excuse me. But, um, yeah, they're the shoe in. Right, come on then. You're in for... I'll do the last two albums, but you can do this next one. You can go first on this next one, which was... Uh, Heathen Chemistry nice and easy again yeah. another this no this is another tough album to go through um, really really tough uh, God so I had three down and I was like just make a decision on the night um, <laughs> so uh, She Is Love um, I want to say Stop Crying You're Like That but you know but no so it, it's Songbird um, oh, but little by little. Oh, God. Me and, you, me and you are going to have a bit of a fucking discussion now. So, yeah. Because I've, got, I've gone for Hung in a Bad Place. Okay. And Little by Little. Now, okay. what I will say is Stop Crying Your Heart Out. Can't listen to that song anymore. Well, why is that? Um, because you know Michaela. Yeah. Her, her dad obviously passed away. Kev and he was he was always class to me he was my first best mate you know I used to go to their house and we used to talk about Derby County and we used to you know used to order pizzas we watch films together and stuff and I used to fucking rave on up to him about Oasis and I never really listened to Oasis I used to listen to other stuff like you know stuff like glam rock and that and then he's just got into Oasis and, then and at his funeral they played that song and I just can't listen to it now. I love this. Don't get me wrong. I love the fucking song. And then, but I just can't. I just can't bring myself to listen to it because. Well, maybe it should. On, yeah, it pulls on the heartstrings too much, mate. Um, but yeah, but I, I went for hung in a bad place because if I'm pissed off with people, I play that song. <laughs> and um, little by little, yeah, I just love. I love. Uh, I love that song. I love Noel's voice on it. I love the video to it. So, what did you? What two did you have? have, have yeah. So, 
Well, I said so we're little by little, so there are two that I was umming and ahhing about, so we'll say little by little's in. It's quite easy. Shall we put, shall we put Stop Crying Your Heart at him? Yeah, let's do it. Just because you can't listen to it, it is a good it is a good start. The only reason I did say it is because it was the, it's the one that was out there, but it was the song that defined the whole album, I think, and little by little. Those two songs were the two songs that, you know, completely changed it. Um, mean, God knows what they were thinking about Hindu times. I mean, that was I think that was like a... Beatles wannabe Sergeant Pepper's weird thing. Yeah. Stop crying your heart out was also played, I think, when England was was it the World Cup or the Euros in two thousand two? It was yeah. one of them anyway. And they got beat by Portugal, didn't they, on penalties? Yeah, yeah. And they played Stop Crying Your Heart Out you know, at the end of the ep- of the show. Yeah, yeah. So that's another reason why I can't this Song either. Yeah, <clears throat> I must have no, about two pound fifty already on this. For this uh, we're, we're currently at one pound forty. <laughs> it's all to a good cause, mate. Yeah. What, what we on? What right, we on? so I'll do the next how one. Much, how much are we on? Uh, so we're one on pound? one pound forty. Fuck, bastard, <laughs> shit. Fuck, bastard, shit. Now we're on two pound. Yeah, now we're on two quid. Lovely. <laughs> Thanks. Right. right, okay, next one. Don't Go believe next. the truth. Yeah. Nah, this is the one that I had to look up. Um, uh, so, I mean, for me, these are just tra- two straight easy ones, but I didn't want to do easy, but these two were the songs that completely raised this, uh, which was The Importance of Being Idle um, and Let There Be Love. Nah, don't Oh, let's go for it. Don't what do you think I'll tell you what, I put Mucky Fingers. Yeah, nice just, choice. I, I just love the the it's more the more music musical side to that song, the guitar and the drum beat. Yeah, yeah. I just love that. It gets me gets me going, Liam, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like if I'm getting if I'm getting ready for Forest Away on a Saturday, you know, Mucky Fingers gets gets the adrenaline going. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that's why I chose that but and I also chose Lila and the I was say I Lila's it, good. Lila's good. It's, it's because it's unreal when they do it live. When they used to do Lila live, mate, it was amazing. Do you know what I mean? You know, like if you listen to Lila on the album, you probably think, yeah, it's all right, not a bad song. But when they do it live, it just takes it to another level. Yeah. So, but what did you say? I don't like that. Uh, import- I hate that song. That was Noel's best song on it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, Is that it the was, one with yeah. the actor in the video? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Athens, uh, yeah. I can't. I'm, I can't put that in. We'll take, we'll take the inputs of being idle off and we'll stick Lila in because Lila's a great song. Um, what are we doing? Lila and what? What, what did you want to one? She is love or? Yeah, let there be love. Yeah, there be love as well. I mean, but, do you know do you know Mucky Fingers or not? Yeah, yeah, I know I don't, I don't know all of the Oasis albums. I know I'm a bit of a punk, but now I listen to all the Oasis albums. Um, so what would you, what you go for? See, let them look at just nice. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Mucky Fingers is, is a bit more. If I was going to put it, now you put it that way, if I was going to put it on an album, Mucky Fingers would be the song that I would put on an album. Let There Be Love is just a bit of a sentimental thing, isn't it? So, yeah, I'll go with Mucky Fingers and Lila. I, I agree. This is probably the. This was a tough one for me, actually, because I didn't, I didn't mind this last album. I know it got tamed and candle, everyone call it, but I didn't mind it. Um, it went a little bit Beatlesque. This one, this album did, but I agree. Was I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, it was. There was a couple of tracks that that I liked, and the two that I've got is the Shock of the Lightning and Falling Down. 
Mm. Again, the shocking I, I, lighting, musically, the, the drum beat, the guitar. Yeah. The, the, See, this album had... was so strange, yeah. wasn't it? It was it just... Was. It was like... I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a good album. It is a very good album. But it was more showing again like you said it went into the Beatles showing their musical talent this time it was like I mean obviously the Oasis have got quite simple chords and whatnot um mm. but like this was all of this was a lot like we need to have an album that's going to have a massive oomph like this was their last like come on let's add two not so good albums compared to the last ones let's yeah. give the give the audience something that they've never had before so it was quite I think, it, I think this I think this stage of um Oasis as well. I think Noel was. I'm not going to say he was giving more free reign, but you know the the songs by Gem and Andy Bell were starting to to make the albums. Uh, Andy Bell was in that band Ride, wasn't he? Um, and I think he gave them a little bit more free reign in songwriting. And I think Liam had one or two songs on this album that he wrote. So I think it was a bit like what you said there. I think you hit the nail on the head where was, they were kind of just expanding um, their talent, shall we say, talent or yeah, their, their, yeah. their musical so musical strengths, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. It, but you me, can tell, it, if, if you split this album up and put it as in Liam singing and then Noel singing, split it up and say they were single albums and it's a new album that's released now, you would yeah. actually believe it. Because it is, yeah, like yeah. you said, it's like with the songs with Liam in, uh, it sounded like his old band, which didn't do too well. I'd never, I didn't even listen to that band. First uh, album was Unreal, BDI. Talking about BDI. Oh, BDI, um, yeah, yeah. yeah like the first BDI. album was amazing, second album was a bit. Yeah, yeah. See, I preferred the second. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I really? loved the second. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't a fan yeah. of his first stuff. I thought his first stuff was a bit. 70s esque, it was a bit strange. It was, um, yeah, but it's the second album we released. I thought was he just kind of went, I tell you what, that didn't work. Let me go on to my second one. I don't know what which one did better to be honest. Um, but the second one kind of got his voice back and he started, you know, stop struggling, yeah, stopping him, you know, expanding the range a bit. Yeah, yeah, so it, it's a shame because it? BDI, when we saw him at Rock City. He was booed yeah. off and all sorts. It was really strange watching him, you know. He's watching Liam Gallagher at Rock City with BDI and people well, were I'm, throwing stuff at him and it was I went, so I went to um I went to one gig at Rock City with BDI and they were they're supported by Steve Stevie Craddock from Motion Cross Scene and it was really good. So I don't know I don't you must have got a different type to me. Yeah, it was really strange. Well, there was hardly any people there as well. I mean, it was it's not as packed as Rock City usually is. And yeah. There was no one up on the rafters and, you know, and I felt really bad because Liam really put himself out there and I was just like, I can't, like, is this it? Is he crumbled? Is this just like the last bit watch. of Liam? Yeah, mm. yeah, it was. It's a shame. Um, but his second album was good. But maybe it was the second album that I went and saw him and you said it didn't do too well, so. Yeah. What, we, what, what two songs are we going for on this one then? What's uh, See, I've got falling down and ain't got nothing. Right, so rather than falling down because we've both uh, we've said that. Yeah. Um, what was yours? Shock of the lightning. Shock of the lightning. I think the shock of the lightning is probably it's the one that you'd end the album on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Right. So that's it, brother. We have. Basically now we are like, I mean to speak to 
Big Brother Records and we're going to release this album and we're going to make fucking millions. Mate, it's the ultimate Oasis affinitive <laughs> album, which you'll be able to find on our Spotify list. You will. And that's right, what so we're going to call it. This is what we're going to do. So I'm going to read them through now. So you can, I'm going to read them all out to you and you're going to think to yourself, that album is the daddy. So this album is Live Forever, Slide Away, Some Might Say, Champagne Supernova, Rocking Chair, Half the World Away, I Hope I Think I Know, Don't Go Away, Gas Panic, Who Feels Love, Little by Little, Stop Crying Your Heart Out, Lila, Mucky Fingers, Falling Down, and The Shock of the Lightning. Oh, that's sexy, that, isn't it? <laughs> that's an album that you're listening to, isn't it? While you're that's hoovering stairs. Sexy. That's an album you're going to sit down and listen to, do a bag of cocaine, and drive around the streets. Pick... <laughs> that's a... <laughs> Mate, that's, that's an a album banger, half, mate. that is. That's a, you know, that's a, I can party from nine o'clock in the morning till four in the morning and not even have a fucking drink. Like, that is... I'm telling you now, if, any, if anybody from Scotland is listening to this podcast, you know you're going to drink a couple of bottles of Bucky listening to that album. Definitely. Oh, you don't need you don't need alcohol or drugs to listen to that. I mean, that would just <laughs> raise you up, that would, man. That's, a, that's an album and half. I can't wait. You, be, you need to get that on Spotify so I can just bang that on. I want to go yeah, and just sit. I just want to sit and listen to the whole thing through. That's easy, mate. That's easy. And as soon as we get this episode released, I will update the review playlist, and then I will also um, create this playlist. And I'll get Liam to get his thinking cap on because he's whoever, whatever band you choose, Liam, you're going to have to uh, you're going to have to have at least four or five albums, my friend. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah, love it. it's easy. It's easy for us. So uh, the band. So we're going to do a band for next week, yeah? We don't have to do it next week, mate. Obviously, sure. I want to do it because I want to. I want to yeah. pick. I want to pick the band. Have you think about it. We have to tell me. I now. don't need to. I've already got my. I've already got my uh, uh, band. Come on, then. Are, we, are you going to tell me now, or do you want to wait? I'm going to tell you now, so everyone can listen to it and look forward to listening to it next. Well, we're going to build the ultimate YouTube album. Okay. Yeah, I love you two. I yeah, love you. I, yeah. That's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. Like, I mean, you've got the Joshua Tree. I mean, there isn't a bad song on that album. I mean, how can you decide on the Joshua Tree what song to it? To me, that is one of the greatest, if not the greatest album ever made. The that's Joshua going to be Tree. Tough. Yeah, really tough. That is going to be. F- how many studio albums? How many studio albums have they got? Oh, there's off the, loads. Off the, top, off the top of your head. I think there's 10, I think. Um, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So we're going to do you two next episode. You need to pick six albums. Yeah? Because 20 songs, that's a lot of songs. <laughs> so pick six or pick six or seven albums. Send me the list of the albums that we're going to do. But you've, you've given me a headache now. So the thing is, if you, uh, it, there is some live tough. stuff on there. Um, so... Uh, what we'll do is we will do the first 10 albums. There's 15. So I don't really class the Songs of Innocence, Songs of Experience, or Songs of Surrender as um, true. Well, not the true. That's just their main one. So if we go from 1980 to 2000, so we're gonna, uh, we'll are gonna we end it on all that you, uh, you can't leave behind. So there'll be 20 songs on there. So, that's, I mean, but, mate, this is... Oh, my God. I mean, check these albums out. I mean, you've got Acton Baby. Oh. The Joshua Tree, Boy, War, 
the unforgettable fire rattle and hum oh my days like this is going to be solid this is this is going to be tough rattle and hum was amazing this is going to be tough mate I'm probably going to spend the whole week trying to go through this it's not going to be it's not going to be half an hour's revision is it put it that way no this is definitely not no so we're still going to do a freezer yeah but I'm looking forward to it mate because that is going to make with me and you picking the songs, that's going to make a good album. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, it's the the, the Rattle and Hum and Joshua Tree are going to be, and Act on Baby, uh, those three albums, 1987 to 1991, those three albums together. Oh, my God. I just, yeah. I remember listening to the Joshua Tree when I was a kid. And, yeah. Oh, I can remember your old man. Um, he, yeah, and he gave me a tape of you two. I can't remember if it was a Joshua Tree. It might have been. I was living on Victory Road, so it probably would have been, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. it. Give it, I remember you, me giving it here because I wanted it. <laughs> I remember he used I to keep he, it in his glove compartment of the car. Yeah, I think he also <laughs> gave me Billy Billy Idol as well. I'm sure, he gave me Billy Idol as well at the same time. Can't get another yeah. Billy Idol. Can't. Mate, but yeah, that you too. Let's do it. It's gonna be fucking tough. That is. I know. I know. I tell you, for anyone who's listening as well. And if you guys want us to do a definitive album of any band that's got five or more albums, we're more than happy to do it. The only band I will not touch is Muse. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I know because I've not listened to any of the albums, and no I'd matter how many, if there's somebody out there who's going to be an idiot and keep requesting Muse, you're just going to get ignored. I ain't review. I wouldn't even review. If Liam's someone requesting Muse. Muse no, nobody has. But I'm just saying that. Don't even try. Because they'll be banned. Yeah. yeah they that's are what, banned. They're already banned. We don't need to ban them. They are banned. They're, 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 that's they're happening. Rubbish. And if people don't like it, let us know why you like Muse. Because you maybe you might. But, but I, honestly, people have tried. I've tried to listen to them and I hate them. They're absolutely terrible. I have been. Uh, I've been on numerous amounts of you know like music groups on facebook right and there's these music groups that they'll do best band of the 2000s or whatever and literally i've seen one bloke on there who runs this page and i think muse went up against i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna just gonna say arctic monkeys it might not have been them but because arctic monkeys won there was a meltdown on his page, mate. Honestly, because Muse didn't make the final. And I think he came on and he said, I've lost like 6,000 fucking followers or something like that. And that might be exaggerating the number a bit. But literally, mate, they are the worst. They're, they're a shit man to stop with. <laughs> they are the worst. But, but their fans are even fucking worse, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 they are. It's, it is. It's, it's, I agree. I actually really, really agree with that. I think it's absolutely tosh. It's the, the, the music is terrible. It's a whiny. It's, it's like having a pee with glass in your penis. That's what it's like that listening pain. to Muse. So what, it's right, painful. I'm, it's I'm painful gonna, to listen to. I'm going to say something my, my nan used to say to me. I'd rather stick knitting needles in my ears than listening to that shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I'd rather but wipe my ass any with mu- a broken bottle. If there is any Muse fans listening, and me and Liam are going to be honest now, 
Send don't follow us. No, don't. Hey, but... Don't follow us. Go away. Don't even try. No, I'm joking. No. If you if you could think of one obscure song that might change our... I don't think you will. I'll tell you that now from the two of us. But if there is any Muse fans listening, send us one obscure song. Don't try and send me fucking Knights of Sidonia or anything like that because I won't listen. But if there's an obscure song out there that you think that we might like, stick it on the page. And I promise you, as long as it's not one of the songs that I've heard that is shit, I will have a listen. It might pain me, and I'll let you know. And I'm being on, I'm honest on that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, I'll be, I'll, I mean, I'm quite happy to listen to it. So here's a good example. I used to hate Radiohead as well. Like, I just didn't like Radiohead at all. I just couldn't get into him. I hated Creep and I hated everything they released. But oh, then I, I love heard that song. No, see, but when I've read what Tom York said, Tom York was saying I hate Creep, and he never plays it live. Like, he tries to stay away from it because he doesn't like it. He doesn't like the songs that he's released. Um, so I said to my mate, I don't like it. I've never listened to it anyway. Right, listen to this song. Uh, and it will change your mind. And it completely did. So if people... I mean, I'll tell you something. If people have got a new song that you think will change your mind, I'll listen to it. Um, and maybe you will. But the song was Pablo... It was on Pablo Honey. And it was... Um, Stop thinking about you. Keep thinking about you. Wow, and what a song that was from Radiohead, and that got me into Radiohead, and then it actually made me stop listening to Radiohead and listen to music. So yeah, I'm quite happy to listen to songs if people want to send them over. Um, but you know, at this Radiohead point in time, I'd rather shag a yeah. tram. Yeah, Radiohead is very because uh, you just yeah they are, but you just reminded me of there was it Glastonbury, wasn't they? A couple of years ago, it was I think it was just before COVID. And there was uproar, weren't they? Because he didn't play any, he didn't play high and dry, didn't play creep, didn't do uh, street spirit, didn't do. But if you go to Glastonbury, Liam, if you go to Glastonbury and you're giving Radiohead a headline set, yeah, I know you're going to get your hardcore Radiohead fans there that are going to love every minute of it. It's like you going to a ranted concert or me going to a Stone Roses concert. If you're a hardcore fan you're going to love it no matter what but if you're going to a mainstream festival like Glastonbury and you're going to put Radiohead on the pyramid stage you're but they're not fans to... they're not fans and he's, he's not there no. to please the fans he's there to make he's like, that's the thing with Tom York he's like I can do what I want and I'll do what I want and I'll play what I want whether he, he doesn't need to be famous he doesn't want hey. he, he doesn't need to he even can just if, do what he wants even if you're even if you're a hardcore Radiohead fan and you've gone to Glastonbury and you're watching your band on the pyramid stage. You're going to want to hear at least three or four of the classics. You are. No, no. I say, oh, well, are. It's like it's like I went to like I went to see the Cure. So when we saw the Cure, um, the Cure gig was two hours and forty-five minutes. Right, <laughs> two hours yeah. of, and I can tell you now, I could probably sing to half an hour of the songs that were on there. Um, the, the band jammed for 40 minutes just sat there just, just playing guitars and jamming it was a little jamming session and it was straight I mean it was long to stand on your feet and it was long and people were getting agitated and you know they weren't playing any of the classics but you know but people still loved the fact that they were sat there listening to The Cure jamming watching what Robert Smith and what the band can do and you know I was just happy to be there to watch them you know even though it was tiring yeah. uh, you yeah. know but so, but yeah, but I'm a hardcore cure fan. No, mate, it's just, I'm just, I'm probably one of them, I'm not going to say I'm a music snob, but if I'm paying up 
upwards of a hundred pounds to see a band. I'm, I want to I want to hear some of their uh, their bangers, their, their sing along tunes, if that makes sense. Yeah, so that's interesting, isn't it? Because I wouldn't be like that i would be like you know i'm happy to see the band and i'm happy to see yeah. the stuff that they perform i just want to watch them perform and see what they do and if they're just sitting there again like the cure jamming and you know I, i'm sitting there going man I, I get to see what they do in the studio i get to see you know an experience that no one's ever ever got because they don't get to sit there and watch them jam for 40 minutes on stage no one's ever you don't get to see that unless you either watch it on the dvd or go and see him live do you know what i mean it's yeah, to, me, to me that's that's how i am anyway but yeah it's interesting that. just because that a bit more. obviously when we was when they did the glastonbury obviously i sat down with the train and had a cup of tea and whatnot said oh radio header on next and we sat there for for an hour and a half two hours and i was like well that was because i didn't know any of the songs it was a new album. It was a brand new album that had been out probably two months, and I, was, I think they played the Sunday night as well. So they played. They were the closing gig, closing band of Glastonbury for that weekend. I was like, sat there for two hours. I'm like, what, the f- what, what was that? Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, I suppose everyone's different. There's, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna go into the year of the episode my favourite part this is my favourite part I it love is, it it's interesting when you look when you look it back is. mate excuse me for coughing just clearing me me throat um, so 2002 is that right 2002 and it's I said I spoke to Liam and the next time it's my it's my turn to choose the year I'm going to do the year that my three kids were born and my first child Courtney she was born in 2002 so I thought you know what let's do 2002 this year uh, this year this episode and uh, let's see what it was all about and if I'm being honest with you we're gonna go we're gonna talk about the music in a minute um, let's just go through what was uh, difficult yeah especially in the music industry because I mean the music industry because we lost two fantastic guitar players in Joe Strummer and Pete Entwistle obviously from The Clash and The Who I agree uh, I agree that was they, awful you know yeah so when were, I remember when Joe Strummer passed I mean we was at the Blue Note and they were just playing Clash all night absolutely amazing brilliant yeah absolutely mate um, two of the best they, let's be honest they'll, they'll never they'll never be forgotten um, there was a whale. Did you know that there was a, uh, a, I think it was a bottlenose whale that was swimming up and down the River Thames. Can you remember that? <laughs> yeah. And I remember that. Mate, I was gutted, mate. England lost their I, shit. <laughs> I was gutted because it was on the news for ages, mate. And you know, like when it's something that you know you get text messages or you get in, you come home and it's on the news, and. The, all that they did, and then it, uh, and then it fucking died. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> After all that, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, just let it swim, you know, because it only started to panic, shall we say? The whale started to panic when all the people went in the water to try and save it. You know, it swam in there, give it a chance to fucking swim out. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, and they uh, they named it Diana. Can you believe that? 
Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember. Yes, we absolutely. Also had, uh, we, the whole world nearly died. Can you remember that? Was that something to do with Pluto? What was that to do with? <laughs> there was an asteroid. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how big it was, but it was bigger than the one that killed the dinosaurs, and it missed us by. Oh, God, this is off the top of my head. It was, it was. I think it was like the size of two football fields or something like that, and it was. It missed us by like a hairline, like something like seventy-five thousand miles or something. It only just missed us and would have killed us all. Do you not remember? Was it? Was it to do with that? Was it that woman that she kind of predicts it or something as well? Something to do no, with it? No, it's true. It was actually true, and that's when all these films started coming out, like the two thousand and twelve. Oh, we're nearly dying, and <laughs> you know, and then like what was that film with uh, Bruce Willis in it? Um, oh, I can't remember. Armageddon. Armageddon yeah, yeah, and all those films started coming out because this meteorite shook the whole world up, and everyone's like, "Oh, let's make films of it." So yeah, they they went on that. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Did you know that the um, all-new Fiesta Super Mini was introduced in the uh, 2002? Really? Flipping yeah. Like. That's mad. Queen Mother died. Can you remember that? Yeah, but... Everybody was gutted about that. I wasn't gutted. I went to the bank holiday. That was the only reason I was gutted. <laughs> hey, election being, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> being, a, being a punk and all that, you know. We'd, you know, fuck the monarchy. So, yeah. uh so absolutely yeah um i think my favorite film sorry one more i knew you was gonna say it go on on. no i know what you're gonna say you're gonna say about the film that i yeah i know what you're gonna say lord of the rings the two towers was released (laughs) amazing if people don't know who i am i'm absolutely calling lord of the rings tattoos from my fingers all the way up to my neck like even my neck like my god i've got a massive lord of rings tattoo on my neck um yeah what a, what a year for films. Right, <laughs> do you want me to piss you off? Go on. Right. Who made the cover of the Rolling Stone? No, like you was pissed off about Britney. Oh, Who God, made... yeah, go on. Justin Timberlake. Oh, for God's sake. Really? That's what to God. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. That's ridiculous. Michael, ja- Michael Jackson nearly dropped his fucking son off over that fucking hotel balcony. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. 2002. 2002, mate, yeah. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards uh, were a thing back then. Uh, Yu- oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, is that released? Where, 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 where? I'm calling it Yu-Gi-Oh, what's it called? Yu-Gi-Oh, I thought it was Yu-Gi-Oh. Avril Lavigne burst onto the scene. Who did? Oh, yeah, wow. Avril Lavigne. Wow. Oh, the skater punk era. Love yeah. it. Yeah, Love she's, it. She, still, she still looks good now, don't she, Avril Lavigne? She doesn't look yeah. no different, really, no. to be fair. And then... Well, there is a theory on that. Did you know that? Go on. There is a a theory. (laughs) Seriously. Have a look. If anyone's ever heard of it, please, please go and have a look at it. So they believe that Avril Lavigne, she looks a bit different, doesn't she? Right. Right. Have a look. Have a look. Seriously, if you get a chance, have a look. Avril Lavigne looks a bit different than she does now, right? Now, people believe that she was in a car crash, and to carry it on, they've just got someone who looked like her so they can just keep releasing her music. Now her voice sounds completely different. She looks completely different. All of her boyfriends, uh, like the boyfriend she was with, and all the stuff that she had was sold and everything. And this, I've really completely remade herself. And they say that she died. And then I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. And then when you actually look at it, it's it's so weird. Have a look. Oh, God. 
Uh, uh, Come on. But it was it was a good year. If, to be honest though, two thousand two was a good year for music. But it was kind of a no. weird, weird. weird but I, it was that. No. I've rock just seen something kind now. Of, <laughs> kind of rock. Wasn't just it? See, I've just seen something. I can remember on one of the earlier episodes. If you look into your right hand side drawer now and get your iPod out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The second generation iPod was released in two thousand two. We know how much we know how much Liam loves an iPod. I've got an iPod. I love it. <laughs> My missus has still got one in her car. Not Jesus. Yeah, still in oh, so, yeah. music. So I mean, that, but two thousand two was like. I mean, these were the bands I hated when this music coming out. So you had bands like Lincoln Park. I'm going to get shot down for that, but I hated them. Yeah, bands like really? Lincoln Park. Yeah, hate them. Absolutely can't stand them. Nickelback, Creed. Oh my god, like Chad Kruger was doing all this solo crap as well. Like, what was not Cheryl Crow, what was her name? Pink. Pink was doing like all her stuff, so Pink was massive in 2002. Um, God, it was just all those bands. No Doubt was around. Oh, all that horrible, horrible music. Um, It was shit, wasn't it? Oh, it It was was vile. It was absolutely vile. Um, but you had some good songs, like, I don't know, actually, I'm trying to think. Nostalgia by Scooter, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you was listening to back then? No, no of course it wasn't. Little by, Oasis had um, Little by Little Art and stuff in 2002, Stop Growing Your Heart Out and stuff. Um, it wasn't the best year, mate. Oh, fucking oh, blazing squad! Oh God, was really two thousand and two? Was that really two thousand and two? Yeah, the cheeky oh, girls. Oh my God, that's awful! Absolutely really awful. awful. I tell you what, actually, I'm actually the original Parrot Material by the Streets. That was well, a they, good I, album. Yeah, I, I, I like the Streets. Yeah, Murray Street by Sonic Youth. That was a good album. That was really yeah. good, really good. Audio Slave released their songs. It was all good stuff. Yeah. Coldplay, early Coldplay stuff was good. They had some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chili Peppers were releasing stuff. Remember Doves? Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's the three really that was released. That's a good song. But yeah, looking at it, mate. Oh, actually, I'm just finding your favourite song from 2002. Tainted Love by Marilyn Manson. Oh my god! I actually really like the video. What is it? I will always love you by Rick Waller. Oh my god! Even Victor, even Victoria Beckham had a number one in two thousand two. <laughs> but do you know? Because it was the era for alter, it was alternative rock, one and post punk and stuff back in there. Shh. Two thousand two shit. But this this was a surprising, which I've just found out the top selling album of two thousand twenty two. This can't be right. Uh, was Turn On The Bright Lights by Interpol. In the UK? I'm not sure. That, that can't be right. That can't be right. That can't be right. It probably wasn't the best top selling. I mean, you had like, like I mean, they've got, like, I'm just checking this list now. I've got Sigal Ross. What a band. I love Sigal Ross. What an epic, epic, epic. I went, Beck was releasing stuff. Flipping heck. Just, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It's just 
There's some alright stuff. I mean, I love the streets anyway. I can't believe for yeah, that's good. Yeah, I love the streets. Uh, Phonics had uh, an album out 2002, I think. Or was that 2001? I'm sure they had their um, what do you call it album out that just enough education to before. No, that might be 2001 actually. Thinking about it. Well, to me, what was your yeah. best album of 2002? Uh, probably it, it's going to be Heathen Chemistry by Oasis but yeah other than that mate um, I like The Coral oh like the Coral. yeah yeah it was yeah. a good album yeah yeah uh, and, uh, I did like the first two Coldplay albums so it would have been A Rush of Blood to the Head was their second album which I liked um, Peter Rolling Stones released 40 Licks which was was it there like a, the best of album, maybe. Um, Human Conditions, Richard Ashcroft was released 2002, so that being there. Other than that, mate, the rest of it's all sharp, to be honest with you. Uh, Robbie Williams, fuck that's Nah, so yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Well, for me, for me, it was actually a really, really good year for my kind of music. So, um, like, really, really good. Um, obviously, the stuff that was in the charts, like all the Creed and all that crap. Um, but the, I mean, Sum 41 released uh, Does This Look, Look Infected. Great album. Absolutely great album. Um, Simple Plan, great album as well. A bit pop punky, you know. This was like the pop punk era. So you had, like, New Fang Glory as well. They were dicking about in 2002. I love New Fang Glory. One of the best bands I've seen live. Great band. Uh, Floggy Molly released Drunken Lullabies great oh, album and my favourite album I've got a favourite album I've not mentioned it yet um, The Queers they did release Pleasant Screams amazing 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 um, The Things what was it uh, The Punkarama Punkarama's right as well so yeah there was some good stuff for me but my favourite album 2002 which no was The Libertines up the bracket oh, what an album what an album <laughs> Why haven't I got that wrote down? I do not know, but that was the only album I can remember in 2002. How, how the hell can I have Boys to Men written down, but not Libertines? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you've got your Ricky Martin contacts. Oh, shit. <laughs> the algorithms <laughs> on your computer have changed it, so you're Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Try, trying to wheel yeah. you back into your, uh, your, t- your tiny music. Come back in, Brandon. <laughs> You know, you want to Ricky. Fuck off. <laughs> I just had a little... A bit, I, I just cheated. I've just had a look because... Why did they re-release Nevermind? In 2002. Hey, why was it re-released? Yeah. Or was, it, or was that a Greatest Hits album? Uh, it, it, it might have been remastered. They were always re- there was always releasing Nevada because there was always that... Um, t-shirt sales and there was always you know people are buying loads of nirvana t-shirt sales so can you remember it was the, that era where people bought nirvana and rolling stones t-shirts and no one knew who they were and guns and roses and everyone was like what, what are you wearing that stuff for you don't even know who they are well that's what we were like anyway because we were part of me that was that back in our era yeah we knew who they were but all these kids were walking around with them i'm like mate you better take that off or i'm going to turn it inside out and shove it up your ass you know what i mean <laughs> which that which that's what they deserve, my friend. That's what they deserve. 
I'm a big believer so, that if you're wearing a band shirt, you need to know who they are. Um, there's a go- 100%, yeah. mate. 100%. Yeah. I mean, people who walk around with Nevermind the Bollocks on, if you ever understood what that album means and what how what that did for our gen- like for our country and for music and for everything, and then you just stick it on a T-shirt and people just wear it going, I don't know who the Sex Pistols are. It's like, you're just a piece of stuff. <laughs> I'm doing all right with this swearing stuff. I'm doing all right. What are we up to now? Uh, that's it, 2002, we're done. And we're on £3.20. What are we going to do? We're going to do this over a couple of months or... Yeah, when we, when, we hit, when we hit 100 quid, we're going to uh, just give it to somebody and we're going to let the fans choose who it goes to. That's a good um, idea, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm a big believer in mental health. Um, I mean, on my other podcasts, um, which if you guys want to follow us, uh, which is the last... last Lads of the Past Crusade, I still struggle to say it. We've just released another episode. Um, the podcast on that side is actually picking up really, really big. Um, so, yeah, go and check us out on there. Um, Tupperware Collins was episode nine. Fantastic uh, episode. <laughs> mate, that Brilliant. was so good, wasn't it? Dean and his... Dean and his... Oh. I mean, first you've got a guy who wakes up a dog. Then there was a guy who shagged a hole in the floor. And then in the episode after that was his naked Tupperware parties in the front garden. And he had to go sit with the neighbour while they had Tupperware parties. I mean, oh, the oldest swingers in town. Oh, my God. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant episode. So, yeah, check us out over on there. Um, and we do, you know, we, we always offer it out there as well. If people are struggling with mental health, you know, just message us. We, we, we'll always answer and we're always there to talk. But it doesn't have to be about music or nostalgia or anything like that. You know, just give us a message and we, we'll be there. Yeah, happy days. Um, yeah, just, just adding on to that uh, regarding Parker Monkey Podcast, it's just the same old story. If you guys are enjoying it if you're on the facebook page just anything that you see just give it a like give it a share you know without support from other people you know it's something that obviously it's something me and me and liam have invested in we want to keep doing it but we want to get it out to as many people as possible and like we've said before it's not about you know we're never going to become rich and famous or whatever it's just about getting getting out there how much that we we love music we've both got different tastes we've both got different views and and ideas of what music should be about and it's just something we both enjoy and like i say if you guys at home are listening and enjoying it just you know give us a review that would mean the absolute world to both of us and yeah Again, if anybody out there is struggling with anything, do not hesitate. You know, my inbox is always open, as is Liam's. Come and have a listen to the Lads of the Past Crusade podcast if you like. Just sitting back with a cup of tea, listening to to nostalgia stuff, because that's what we talk about. We do, we do, and we will be talking about retro gaming, but... You know, the nostalgia stuff is, I said to Liam the other week, it's fucking comedy. It's absolute comedy gold. So if you guys can head over there and give that a like and a review as well, we would much appreciate it. I will end by saying I can't wait till Saturday, Liam, because I'm off to see the Bracknell in Nottingham. So I will 100% try and get a couple of videos onto the Facebook page or on whatever other social medias I'll 
I'll get some pictures of that. And again, I want to thank 76 Club, Joe Atom, the Bracknell and the Blue Collars for allowing us to use their music. I am at the minute trying to talk to other up and coming bands and stuff, see if we can use some of their material. And I'm pretty sure Liam's on the case as well, but I know he's a busy, busy boy at the minute. I am indeed. I am indeed. But yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the bands that have let us do it. I mean, Blue Collars, massive fan. Listen, I've got I've got loads of people into Blue Collars, amazing band. And the Bratnell, I've, I've completely so grown on me. It's ridiculous. I'm actually listening to them quite a bit at the minute. Um, like I'm getting home from work and you know Alexa put the Bratnell on, um, that kind of thing. So yeah, amazing band. Seven Six Club, great band. And uh, yeah, again, if you like the atoms, atoms, well, atoms of punk, um, skate punk, punk or punk, punk. I think the punk. Um, yeah, so check out the Atoms if you like some pop music as well. They're uh, playing at the. So here's the thing I wanted to bring up. So the Atoms are playing at the Viking. Can you believe that? Yeah, when's that? Uh, that is. Let me get it up in a moment. So yeah, the Viking uh, is um, reopening. So I don't know if people um, know the Viking. Uh, it is like an old, old venue, isn't it? It's. Um, like I mean, one of my my first gig was at the um, the Vic. It was a band called Area Fifty One. I was only twelve, I think, or thirteen. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and there's like bands like Placebo and unfortunately Muse, uh, Snow Patrol, Nirvana, like Sex Pistols. have all played there. Um, but they've yeah, they've got to start getting bands back on there. And it's February the sixteenth. Uh, the Atoms are playing with a band called Stop Thief, Skimmer, Los Fatso Libras, and the Scumbags. So yeah, and that's at the old yeah. Victoria Inn, Midland Place, opposite the me. train station. Yeah, you're gonna hate me. Go on. Because I'm in Chester next weekend, so I'm gonna miss that. Oh, where are we going? What day is the 16th? What day is it? Do you know? Top of your head. 16th. Uh, I believe it's a Friday, isn't it? I think I'll go. I think I'll go on the Friday. I come back on Sunday. Yeah, it's a Friday, next Friday. Sorry. But I'll be going, Friday. so if anybody's there and anyone wants to say hello, um, yeah, just let me know. Yeah, let Liam know if you want to you, you meet up with him and just say hello to him and buy him a non-alcoholic Guinness or a Coke or something. Uh, he's, he's a nice lad. He looks a bit scary, um, but he is a nice lad. So, you know, it's what's, it's what, what's on the inside that counts, isn't it, Liam? Yeah, <laughs> I'm only joking, brother. I'm only no, joking. Don't worry. I don't. I, yeah, don't worry, mate. I can take it on the chin like a ball bag. So I'm all right. We're families. We're, we're family, mate. We're cousins. So we, that, uh, that's not what you're all... saying to me when you're trying to climb inside me. Oh my days! <laughs> <laughs> incest is best, so they say. It's not incest if you use a condom. <laughs> For fuck's sake! And on that note. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. That's a swear word, then, just not just the 350. So we've ended on 350. Yeah, on that note, I'm going to I'm gonna end my uh, my reign for one episode as the host. I cannot wait until the next one because Liam is an absolutely fantastic host. And as always, mate, thank you so much. And thank you for tonight, mate. I've really enjoyed this one. Yeah, thank you, mate. And thanks to everybody who's listened who's got this far. I'm not even. I'm not happy that you chose you two because I keep thinking about how tough that's going to be. Mate, I'm literally scrolling through um, like the albums now. And I'm just thinking, oh, yeah, this is a bad idea. Like, I, 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 like, I've got to choose two songs out of no six songs out of 
possibly 36. <laughs> oh my days. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. But anyway, yeah, comb your hair or whatever you say. I don't know what it is. Take care. Comb your hair. Now fuck off. No, he swore. Now F off. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, you broke me into that one, didn't you? No, no, £3.60. Damn it. <laughs> we did good. We did good. Thanks, everyone. Um, this is Bren and Liam. Take care. See you all soon. See you on the next one. Thanks very much. <laughs>